there wasn't a wolf in sight. The boy laughed at himself in huge relief. It was only a dream. <laughs> what a stupid you are, Tio. But speaking the words aloud did not entirely still Tio's thundering heart, nor did it lessen his sense of dread. He stared about, searching for the smallest sign of danger. Finally, his eyes lifted to the heights surrounding the small meadow. All he could see was icy rock glittering beneath cheery blue skies. The boy laughed again, and this time the laughter rang true. Ha <laughs> You see, Tio? Seizing comfort from the sound of his own voice, there's nothing to harm you. No wolves, no bears, no lions. Don't be such a child. Tio and his older brother, Renor, a big strapping lad who was almost a man and therefore, Tio believed, feared nothing, had brought the goats up from Kyrenia a few days before. Then one of the animals had been badly injured, and Renor had left the herd with Tio while he hurried down the mountainside for help with the goat strapped to his back. You only have to spend the one night alone, Renor had assured him. I'll be back by morning. You won't be afraid, will you? Tio's pride had been wounded by the suggestion. Don't be stupid. Of course I won't. What, do you think I'm still a child? Tio's boldness had departed with his brother. Soon he was agonizing over the slightest unfamiliar stir. Then at dusk he had had the sudden feeling he was being watched. His imagination had conjured all sorts of monsters intent on making a meal of a lonely boy. He knew this was foolish. Kyrenian boys had been guiding the herds up into the God's Divide for centuries. The only harm any had ever suffered was from a bad fall, and this had occurred so rarely it wasn't worth thinking about. As for voracious animals, there weren't any, at least none who lusted for human flesh, so there was nothing at all to fear. Tio had repeated these things to himself many times during the night, as if chanting a prayer in the warm company of his friends and family in the little temple by the holy lake of Falakia. It did no good. If anything, the dreadful feeling of being watched only intensified. Now with the sun climbing above the peaks and flooding the meadow with light, Tio's boldness returned. Such a child! Shaking his head and making his voice low in imitation of his brother's manly tones, Didn't I say there was nothing to be afraid of? What did you think, stupid one, that the demons would come and get you? <laughs> As if Lord Tamura would allow such a thing. Why, if a demon ever showed his ugly face in Kyrenia, Lord Tamura would snap his fingers and turn his nose into a... A, a turnip. Yes, that's what he'd do. Make his nose look like a turnip. He giggled, imagining the poor demon's plight. He held his own nose, making stuffed sinus noises. Snark, snark. <laughs> the demon couldn't even breathe. Snark, snark. <laughs> then he had a sudden thought, and his laughter broke off. Teal remembered his dream hadn't been about demons but wolves. He glanced nervously about the meadow again, smiling when he saw it was as peaceful as ever.
Wolves don't eat people. Just goats. Sick goats. Or little goats. But never people. He picked up the thick cudgel by his side and shook it in his most threatening manner. Wolves are afraid of this. Everybody says so. Satisfied, he munched a little bread and cheese, then settled back on his bedroll to await his brother's return. The stout cudgel gripped in his small fists. A few moments later, exhaustion took him once again. He fell into a deep sleep, and the stick fell from his hands and rolled onto the grass. Gray Muzzle was anxious for her cubs. Her teats were aching and swollen with milk, and she knew her pups would be whining for her in their cold den. Gray Muzzle's hollow belly rumbled, and it wasn't.